0: And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer right here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf, and in the studio with me today is the Rev. Mark Diedrich. Good to be here, Dan. And Dr. John Vance. Hello, everyone. Well, gentlemen, it's nice to have you here again. What a distinct pleasure it is. Um, before our uh, time together today, we exchanged emails. And, John Vance, you mentioned that you would like to talk today about miracles and um I think it's a great idea. I didn't prep too much, but uh, we'll see how the discussion goes. But um, maybe you could get us started, John, and uh, tell us what's on your heart today.
1: Well, I, I, di- I didn't prep either, but miracles—you uh. <laughs> guys are expecting a miracle today. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll. Uh, as one fellow one time said, "I sing by letter, I open up and let her fly." So <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what we'll do with our theological discussion today and our biblical. Yes. Uh, uh, look at the scriptures here uh a miracle yes uh the reason that it intrigues me is once for one simple reason christianity rests upon a miracle Hmm. it may be the only religion uh uh or spiritual movement whatever you want to say that entirely rests upon a miracle and that is Hmm. the miracle of the resurrection Hmm. and at the heart then of this faith is the fact that god did something Through Christ, he raised him from the dead, and uh, we believe that Christ is with us, and that uh, where even two or three are gathered together, he's there in the midst due to Mm -hmm. this great miracle uh, called the resurrection. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought, well, why not just discuss a little more about miracles in general, maybe in the Bible and in church
0: history, and what can we expect today? Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at the calendar. It was uh, just about three weeks ago when we celebrated Resurrection Sunday and uh, there it is that's that wonderful and great giant miracle of our Lord being risen from the dead
2: yeah it is indeed the greatest miracle uh, that we have of course if you look back at the creation of the world that in and of itself is a miracle Mm -hmm. Of course we live now under uh, the natural laws that God had created at that time Now, we recognize that he circumvents those natural laws from time to time, and those we call miracles. Even – well, let's talk about
1: the resurrection. It is, in Mm -hmm. some sense, a new creation.
2: That's right. God
1: is making all things new through his Mm -hmm. son, Jesus Christ. If if the beginning was a miracle, that God set things into motion, and that he created for his own glory – uh, surely the resurrection could be seen as a new creation, too. Mm-hmm. In fact, Paul says right. that we are a new creation yeah. through him. That's right. So, uh, yes, it's, it's a miracle. Uh, both are. And uh, we would not be here without the first. Right. And second, we would not have eternal life without the uh, resurrection. Mm-hmm. And
0: I'm thinking, of too, about, gentlemen, about the providence of God uh, each and every day that goes by. Um, the sun comes up. To me, that's miraculous. The way God keeps everything in order, He right. uh, He He maintains this order by the word
2: of His power, and He holds all things together. Yeah, yeah. He does, and and that's right. And, and so, in one sense, even the natural order, as you say, Dan, it's it's God's providence that's that's doing it. If He withheld that, yeah. everything would just disintegrate. Yeah, in a moment. Yeah, <laughs> and that's and so yes, but we see what He consistently does. Right With that, and so we kind of call those things natural things, right, yeah, sure, yeah, We don't look at those things as necessarily being miraculous you know, well, they become ru- what we will call routine yeah. natural uh yes. they
1: they're predictive occurrences, right. The kind of miracle that we're going to talk about today is something that cannot actually be predicted, right mm-hmm. exactly. I can predict that the sun will come up tomorrow, right. but if I were two days prior to Christ. I mm. could not have predicted that he would have been raised from the dead. No. Oh, I, there right. were hints of it, and he right. said right. It the hints in his were ministry, there. But even his right. own disciples didn't expect right. it. Yeah, that's right. it. Right.
0: Especially Thomas.
1: Remember, we <laughs> talked about yeah. him
2: a couple of weeks ago. And, yes, and, <laughs> and nobody else in, in history has been able to raise themselves from the dead. Yeah. No, nope. he is the first fruits. Yeah. The, that's right. No, no one else. Um, uh, some some people
1: have maybe have been resuscitated, right. such as. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lazarus, yeah. in other words, he was raised from the dead to be still subject to death,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Right. But
1: Jesus was raised from the dead, conquering death, yeah. never to be subject That's right. to the
0: temptation. Yeah. Too. After you've lost a loved one, I, I know I felt this with my mother, is to say, Lord, could you bring her back? <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know,
0: in my own time. You know, and and um, right. the the wonderful promise, of course, um, goes without saying, is that someday we all shall be resurrected um, mm-hmm. because we're. Children of God, and and we have that hope in the resurrection. Uh, so, indeed, um, the hope here is is based on this wonderful miracle of Jesus rising from the dead. The word miracle and what it um, what it brings to mind is something then outside of the um, kind of natural laws, as we say it. And what I, I was pointing out was the providence of God, just, just the normal, everyday mm-hmm. operations of this world. But they're, they're more than that, aren't they? They're outside and in addition to uh, these normal operations.
2: These things uh, do occur outside, and of course we find it happens in, on a different, different levels, mm-hmm. too. We find it happening on the level of, of natural, physical things, but we also find a miracle occurring in the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. As well I don't oh, know good whether we want to deal with that right now Or we want to deal with that later and Maybe not? a little
0: bit later, but that is an excellent point uh, The miracle of the new birth And we'll just uh, mm-hmm. whet our listeners' appetite And uh, we'll talk about that after Th- There the break. are
1: different kinds of miracles In the New Testament even There are nature miracles mm-hmm. Where, uh, for instance, in the crossing of the Red Sea God God sent a wind oh, Now yes. wind is a natural occurrence But it came and swept out a path for them to cross Yes and uh, Jesus did uh, nature miracles in and, the uh, and yeah. calming of the wind right there are, there are actually miracles in the New Testament that, if you will, set aside the ordinary events and rules right. of law, and turning mm. water into wine cannot be explained through any natural event.:
0: Oh, that one is amazing to it me. Is. it is. you know mm. to think that um, uh, here God, God the the, the Son, uh, creates um, fermented wine. <laughs> uh-huh. Out of this water, and the reason I say it that way: first of all, the Bible teaches it that way, but mm-hmm. secondly, um, it was aged, therefore, and it right. was instantaneously mm-hmm. aged, mm-hmm. and and the miracle of that is, is that cannot
1: happen naturally. You bet. Uh, even, <laughs> even now, sometimes we we say a miracle. I can remember uh, seeing a little boy hit by a car once. Oh. And uh, I thought for sure he was dead. Yes. He was just about a three year old boy that ran out in oh, the road chasing oh. his ball. Oh, I can picture oh, that. And That's his terrible. mother sitting on the stoop in front. Oh, dude. Uh, with the neighbors. And he just shot out into two lane traffic and he was hit by a car. Yes. And I was driving mm-hmm. the opposite direction so I could see it all. hmm. Now, and he jumped up and ran back and get to his mother's arms. <laughs> <laughs> now, the car ran over his leg, but for some reason it did not break it. Oh, my. um. Mm-hmm. And we would call that a miracle, and in a real sense it is. Uh, It's an unusual marvel or something that happened. Yes. Um, The the word miracle in the New Testament is probably a little broader than what we normally think. Uh, Mm -hmm. It can also include wonders or signs. Mm -hmm. Uh, In John's Gospel, they're called signs, and Mm -hmm. Jesus did many things to point – To the kingdom of God and the
0: presence of God. In other words, there was a purpose for
2: these miracles. There was a purpose for these signs. Uh, Yes. Yes. That's a key thing to keep in mind. That You know, when Jesus was doing these things, when the disciples were doing these things, when these things occur today, there's a purpose. Yes. God has a a reason behind them. And uh, it's a little bit different from just saying, oh, I want a miracle just because I want Uh, to feel better. Yes. You know, it reminds me of the old uh, Janice Joplin song that diddy that she did where she sang, God, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? <laughs> all Mark my friends b- drive Porsches <laughs> and I've made amends. <laughs> We're tired all my life now. Now Won't I'm going to get letters, Mark. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, this <laughs> is this is this is not the kind of prayer that I think right. we really be wanting. In other to words, be praying it, it was
0: um, it was not meant to consume upon our own desire, our own lust right. for right. our own glory. Right. I think mm-hmm. what we
1: we can say uh, just just kind of I know we're coming up on a break, but can say is that God is the miracle worker. He is right. the one who yeah. does the miracle. <laughs> And he does these things for his own glory and for our good. It's not done by him in order to, uh, for instance, fulfill our own, if you will, passions, needs, desires. There's all kinds of needs and desires in this world that – uh, it's just the way the course of this world and it's judgment that God does not fulfill. Mm-hmm. Uh, but indeed, uh, uh, miracles when they occur
0: are to the glory of God and he is the one who is the author of them. Mm-hmm. Well, hold that thought, I see we're up against a break here. Uh, this is Redeemer It's A Plain Answer. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
4: We trust in the name of the Lord our God. We trust in the name of the Lord our God. We trust in the name of the trust
3: We'll be right back with our program in just a minute. Now a reminder that your gifts to this ministry enable us to bring you thoughtful, Christ-centered programming 24 hours a day. Would you prayerfully consider helping us with a tax-deductible gift this month? Redeemer Broadcasting is a 501c3 not-for-profit broadcast ministry. We're entirely listener-supported and have no advertisements. If you would like to help support us this month, and perhaps in the future, our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, one Two four six one. Once again, Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Stay with us now for the second half of our program.
1: Some trust in the work they do.
0: We trust in the name of the Lord our God. By
1: His grace all the work is through. We trust in the name of the Lord our God. We we trust in the name of the Lord Lord
4: our God.
0: And welcome back. You're tuned to A Plain Answer right here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. Joining me today in the studio is the Rev. Mark Diedrich and Dr. John Vance. Today on the table, we're talking about miracles. And um, before the break, we talked about the fact that God is the miracle worker. And I think, gentlemen, you were hinting at something very important, that is God is sovereign. Um, we all know that, but we need to be reminded of that in terms of miracles, that God is the one who is in control, and we don't make up miracles.
2: If they exist, they come entirely from him. Yeah, we can't dictate to God, and in fact, he gives us these miracles again for his purposes. Mm-hmm. Now, there are passages in scriptures, I think, that are sometimes abused. Uh, one of those would be in Luke, for example, when you... In Luke chapter 11, verse 9, And I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you shall find, and knock, and it shall be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Mm-hmm. You know, And I think a lot of people would look at that passage and say, Well, I just have to ask God. I want something. I'll ask God, and God will give it to me. Right? Mm-hmm. But where's your mind? Where's the focus? You know, And the interesting thing is that passage goes on where Jesus is saying, you know how to give good gifts. If your son asks you for a fish, you're not going to give him a snake. If he asks for for an egg, you're not going to give him a scorpion. But then watch how he finishes it. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your Heavenly Father give you the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Mm-hmm. So you see, the focus here is not, Lord, give me the Mercedes-Benz. Mm-hmm. The right. focus is, Lord... Give me the Holy Spirit, more Mm. of your presence, more of your your love,
1: more of your grace. Yeah, yes, and that's
2: what He gives.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, I'm also thinking. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm also thinking that um, sometimes miracles occur as we see them here in the New Testament for a particular purpose. Um, Some of them, I think, perhaps were revelatory, um, revealing Mm -hmm. um, the uh, fact that Jesus was Messiah, God. He was in the flesh. and so people would accept him as the Messiah. Um, I'm thinking about the day of Pentecost. Um, Mm -hmm. There was a marvelous miracle there in Acts chapter 2 where um, many different people were in town who spoke another language. And so God works a miracle to communicate the good news to these people. He further convinces the Jews there present that God was doing something new, that in history an explosion was taking place, and the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ was for all manner of people, men and women from various countries, and it's for all. And so here's this reversal of the communication curse that took place way back at the Tower of Babel, as I would understand it, mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. something marvelous happens, and it's entirely for the glory of God and for the furtherance of the gospel.
2: Yeah, it was something that was done very special, and in the tongues of fire on their heads and all of yeah. that. But it was all to focus on the gospel of Jesus Christ, so yeah. that these people, if Peter had probably stood up normally speaking first off, his audience would have been cut down dramatically mm-hmm. because... All he would have been speaking to is those who spoke in the language that he was going to speak in. But now with all of them speaking in unknown tongues... They're reaching out to far more people. Yeah, it was amazing to me as yeah. I read it. You know, they, everyone heard them speak in
0: his own language. Of course, that might be wow. a miracle of hearing, a
1: hearing, hearing yeah. Than and speaking. that's a question yeah. too. Is, yeah. they, uh, I think but, so. Is a but miracle. But they may have been preaching in one tongue,
3: and yeah. everyone heard mm-hmm. in their own language. Could, and that, yes, and that's
2: the possibility too. And either way. These people recognize this as something really strange is going on and it here. points to uh to yeah. the presence of god At, if, if you That's look in the, the scriptures
1: yeah. uh, there are only th- the miracles are clustered in three different uh places in the scripture. First of all, most of the miracles in the Old Testament are clustered around Moses and then Elijah and elisha yeah. and then in the New Testament, the miracles are clustered around Jesus. And his apostles, early in their ministry, right, those three places where miracles come in great numbers and are clustered, you mm-hmm. might say, all point uh, to the presence of the kingdom of God in some way, particularly in Jesus Christ mm. that God is acting to do something for his people, in the case of Moses, he brought them out of Egypt and established them and gave them, mm. if you will a a communal and and national unity mm-hmm. Uh, in the time of Elijah and elisha uh it was a presence uh of God in the time of great wickedness and evil uh, on the part of the kings, particularly in israel and then, of course, in the time mm-hmm. of Jesus, the kingdom of God has come up on them in a mighty way mm. and uh Jesus is the kingdom, and he did do miracles so there is an economy of miracles in the bible they 're not just distributed evenly throughout it 's mm, really point, clustered right? in three areas. And yeah. also, um, uh, and throughout church history, I think uh, it's instructive, too, as we look uh, at miracles. Uh, by the time of St. Augustine, he thought that God had pretty much finished with miracles because mm-hmm.
0: everything had been established.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I'm just looking here at, towards the end of chapter 2 of Acts, going back to that account, and uh, I look at the effect of what's happened here. The uh, The people then cry out. Uh, they cry out, um, men and brethren, what shall we do? Uh, They were cut to the heart by the preaching of the gospel. And, of course, um, the miracle of hearing or tongues or whatever happened there uh, helped them hear that gospel. And so now they're crying out, and uh, Peter says, um, uh, repent. Let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the holy spirit for the promise is to you and to your children mm-hmm. and so right away god includes the covenant children uh in these uh believing families but but that's the goal isn't it that God is glorified. God just doesn't do a miracle to tickle our tummy, to make us feel happy or whatever. No, he has a purpose for it. And here it was uh, a massive influx of believing people into the kingdom of God.
2: And that's what he does. He does his miracles so that many will come to to know him. Uh, That's what he did there. Of course, he uses the the preaching of the word uh, Mm -hmm. today to bring that about. But if you go through history, you'll see times when individuals will have miracles occur yes. around them, and God is using it as an in-gathering so mm-hmm. that the people will hear. You know, there's an instructive passage in Luke chapter 5, mm. and it is uh,
1: recorded uh, there, a miracle, and the miracle is when Jesus heals the paralytic. It's interesting how people looked at miracles and how Jesus is teaching there about a miracle. He says, now it happens on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and teachers of the laws sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. There's the presence Mm -hmm. of God Mm -hmm. to heal. Then, behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in, (laughs) Because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst of Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said to them, Man, your sins are forgiven you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, what were they expecting? Another healing? Well, he does heal him, but he speaks a word of redemption and forgiveness to him immediately, this almost shocked them more than the healing. I think so. It did. It, it is true in every sense that uh, – you alluded to this earlier, uh, Dan, that every every new birth, every act of forgiveness of sins, the slate of our sins is wiped clean through the blood of Christ, mm. indeed is a miracle. Mm, that it is. It really is. It's something the world cannot do, or nature. No. No. You
2: know, when when you see the transformation in people's lives, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Yes. And you, we see that over and over again with, with people who have lived debauched lives, horrible lives, and then Christ transforms them. You've heard mm-hmm. of
1: Mel Ott, haven't you, Mark?
2: I have, yeah. Mel Ott. Yeah, I've heard
1: of him. Wasn't uh-huh. he the founder of pacific garden mission in, it was i think so in You're chicago right. yeah a man who sold his own baby shoes to get more drink oh dear. to live as a drunkard yes but finally he got saved and he yeah. found maybe the greatest inner city mission in the <laughs> history of the world that's yeah. it uh, yeah. and uh moody used to run a series of Stories sponsored by Pacific Garden Mission.
0: I think that was Unshackled. Mm-hmm. Unshackled. Shackled, yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> stories of miracles mm-hmm. of lives being changed yes, by the power of God. Just like Mel yeah. life was changed. Very true. Well, that's it. I mean, you even look at the Apostle Paul. Here's a guy who hated Christians, and he would do anything he could to 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 get rid of them. And God gets a hold of him, and He transforms him into one of the greatest apostles. Mm-hmm. How about Chuck Colson? Chuck Colson, great oh, yes. example there. He was a man who would break your legs politically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh,
1: God got a hold of his heart. Oh, yes. And um, he started a couple of the greatest ministries that we have yes. going on now in That's evangelical right. circles.
0: We're blessed to have had him here. He's with our Lord now, and yeah. um, God bless. I have a question for you guys. Ministry. How should
1: we pray then with respect to miracles? How would you all see that uh, today? How, how do we? How do we approach? Do we Do we look for them, expect them? pray for them? It seems
0: like in some sense, uh, every time we beseech God for help or or you know maybe we have something wrong with our body, maybe we ask for the elders of the church to anoint us in, in keeping with James um, there 's a certain miraculous aspect to it when God may work quite providentially and yet we even acknowledge that that 's miraculous in some way, shape, or form. Um, I I guess the thing that that is confusing to me, I'll just be very honest, is um, I I feel that some of the things that took place in the Bible were revelatory and were taking place because the inscripturated Word was not fully available yet, Uh, and yet that doesn't mean that God um, is no longer uh, able to work the miraculous. Um, I mentioned the elders gathering for a sick person, praying over that person um i i guess my feeling is we pray that god's will be done and um just just hope in that regard
1: you know augustine was troubled by the same question that you just raised he wasn't sure that god was doing miracles in the same way in his day mm-hmm. that he had done through jesus and his apostles in the new testament right. because of the revelatory character of those miracles that's the key
0: to me is the revelatory Christ. yes yeah.
1: I think we, we just simply pray to the Lord and let him answer according to his own will. Sure, that's right. Usually it's natural. Good that's doctor, good, good wisdom, giving us insight, directing us. Yeah. Sometimes, though, indeed, it may very well be supernatural that we mm. can't explain it. That's right. And, and I know that missionaries on the foreign field will often talk about meeting demonic powers. I'm glad you raised that. Uh, That's an important and issue, and the the importance of standing against that, yes, through yes. the power and presence of God. Uh, people's lives have been changed through exorcisms yes, and so yeah. forth.
2: Yeah, it is. It's true that God has has changed people in the demonic. But I also think a lot of times with the natural, we often pray that it's God who really does the healing. You know, yes, we it have. Is. We have drugs and things, but then you listen to the drugs. If, if you watch an advertisement on TV, they and, kill you. but don't take this drug, and <laughs> you've got this, this, or that, and you make all – you know, yeah. for these drugs to be effective, they have to work right, and they don't always. When, and when, God, they, when they don't work, you've got a vulture class trying to make a little money off yeah, of That's right. It well, well but, but God has – he is the one who does the healing. I remember listening to an old doctor, and he said – He was a Christian, apparently. He says, yeah, I love doctrine. It's the greatest profession in the world. He says, the good Lord does the healing, and I send the bill. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, gentlemen, this has been fun today. We've been talking about miracles and how our Lord works. And um, earlier on, we acknowledged the greatest miracle is saving faith in Jesus Christ. We would encourage our listeners, if you have a question regarding that most important miracle in your life, Please contact us Our email address is Ministry at Redeemer dot org. The Bible says Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ And you will be saved For Redeemer Broadcasting I'm Dan Elmendorf In the studio today has been The Reverend Mark Diedrich And Dr. John Vance Check us out on our website That's found at Redeemer dot org, Where you can find This week's broadcast And please join us next week for another edition of a plain answer
1: some trust in the wealth of things we trust in the name of the Lord our God a name worth more than anything we trust in the name of the Lord our God Sing.
4: we trust in the name, we the name of the Lord we now trust God. in the name of the Lord God we trust in the name of the Lord, of the Lord our God. The the Lord God his love, love never, never fails. fails his name will always prevail we trust in the name In the name of the Lord, the Lord our God. We trust in the name of the Lord our God. His love never fails, His name will always prevail. We trust in the name.